Welcome back. It's a very special Easter Sunday slash third night of Passover episode of the Sunday Roast. Tonight the roasters are back together again with massive bald Easter eggs for heads. Mike's home for the first time in weeks. Danny actually left home recently for the first time in years. And we've got so much to catch up on. I feel like we might die for our sins so that you may live. Uh, get ready for the Sunday Roast. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny and this is Mike and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's. And that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. It's so close, I can almost taste the wool. <laughs> and now, the moment you've been waiting for. It's the Sunday Roast with your hosts, Magic Mike and Danny the GFP. Danny, it's so good to see you again from our normal lairs. Hello, old bean. How have you been, you globetrotting superstar, you? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm trapped in, in in a familiar room all of a sudden again, and and uh, kind of happy to be here. To be honest with you, it's it, it was a long, I won't say hard. Uh, it, it, there there was a lot of energy that poured into that, and now I'm just kind of like chilling. Uh, it was a very very good trip. I was very excited that we that it worked out that we were able to crash your party on Sunday night with uh, with Pirate Chris. Thank you for st <laughs> standing in for me, Chris. Appreciate that as always. Expert job and uh, and and good bants, but uh, but I'm good. But I'm not the only one who's been traveling recently. Well, I think a day out to Cambridge isn't much, but when you consider, I left the house on the first uh, of November when I saw you. Then the twenty sixth of November for so long ago I can't remember what. And then on on the uh, the fourth of April for Sean's graduation. And then yesterday, and that's it. That's it for the last six months. You know, it, it's it's relatively speaking. It's like you know, if an ant sees a, a this bell, it's going to think it's the Eiffel Tower. But where you know, when you see the bell, it's it's small. So for you to get out, I mean, I I think we need to start there because uh, well, first of all, we need to start by uh, thank you, Ryan. Uh, it is Easter, and hopefully unlike the arsenal twitter account when they try to do something nice and they get 97 million people criticizing them for what they didn't do or that's unlike twitter or their performance <laughs> on the of the pitch which i really hope not to speak about at all today no. uh, but uh but yeah so uh so happy easter happy passover to those who uh, observe happy ramadan to those who observe uh all by now the you abrahamic religions yeah, I mean, you know, all that, all that shit. Is, They're all uh, bullshit. Celebrated all at one time. 
So, uh, how, oh, before I say that, how, on a scale of one to ten, how religious are you? Um, you are on the scale somewhere, I know, because I divide it. I divide it into two categories. Uh, yeah, like whether it's fun. Yes, I am. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 when it's it's when it's like observant religion. I'm a four when it comes to like traditions passed through the family that have to do with Judaism, I'm an eight or nine. I mean, it's, that's the best part of it. And Passover, to be honest with you, is the holiday that has always been in my family, uh, on my mom's side of the family, um, the kind of the, the, the non-negotiables as it were. We used to um, 10. I'm sorry. Growing up an Irish family, we were a 10 every, Every Saturday, I went to um, uh, Saturday school at the church to learn the Bible. Every Sunday, we went to church. Every um, Christmas Eve, we'd do midnight mass. Um, we'd have a, a but, but most every Sunday. Your, Not was sure it something that you were into, or was it just no, something that bullshit. you kind of had no choice? When I got when I got no, I didn't have a choice. But when I got to fourteen, my mum said, "Do you still want to do this?" I said, "Fuck no!" So I never went again. Although now, a friend of mine, Sexy Frank's Mrs. Sharon, she um, she's found religion. Um, she's a Christian, I think. And so we've got a lovely church. You know, the one I took you to and I tried to kill you and bury you alive. So they go there. And I, every day I go out, I go and sit in the churchyard and I say hello to the dead people. It was people. reverse Easter. You tried to kill the Jew. That's it. Well, That's... actually, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. So I, I do like the idea of um, going, I mean, I'll go to all the, every time someone does something at church, I go. And if she was going, if it was a nice sunny day and I was up, I'd, and she said, do you want to come? I'd probably go. I wouldn't do any singing, but I don't, I don't dislike it anymore. But I don't believe in any of them. Like someone famous once said, they can't all be right, but they can all be wrong. But I think you do it the right way, though. If it's a family thing, go and do it. Well, that's if what, it involves that, that's what dynamite up your ass. If you stick dynamite up your ass and you want to blow up a bus, then that's not the side of it that anyone really wants to see. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not for that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Passover thanks, the first thanks few for nights. That up. <laughs> my daughter comes home from school. She brought a friend who wasn't Jewish, but was like really interested in in the whole family dynamic. Mm. And and obviously, since it was the since it was the two days tacked onto the end of the trip, I didn't quite get back on the rails until this morning on my diet. Uh, the results of my non dieting in Europe, despite all the walking that we did, was devastating. Uh, so <laughs> I have to hop right back on. I thought I'd actually kind of tread water a little bit because we walked probably 80 or 90 miles over two weeks uh, while we were in Europe. But uh, but no, the pounds came back on again. So uh, so I got to get back on that. But uh, but yeah, it's been a really nice weekend. Did you do anything for, for Easter? Do you, you have family? Yeah, it's I, 10 I p.m., so it's pretty much done, but... Well, my mum's sister's about to croak it, and so my mum was meant to organise the Easter eggs. We went out yesterday, and we went and said to go go to my mum's after and go and swap Easter eggs because my mum was meant to pick them all up. So George went and bought one for my mum, Sean's mum. We got there, my mum hadn't been out. So George is now going, Sean's on, going, happy non-Easter egg every day, uh, birthday for everyone because uh, she got every, everyone Easter eggs, and my mum didn't get any. So uh, if I'd have known that I was out yesterday, I'd have got one. But So I got up at quarter past seven, I ate an Easter egg, and there's a Cadbury's cream egg inside it as well. And I've got another six Cadbury's cream eggs in the freezer. The freezer. That's how you eat these fuckers. And that's it. So, do you remember, no, do you remember the cookie that I that I had a bite of on the podcast last week that we had gotten in uh, in Manchester? Oh ah, yes. To Spain with us. What have you done with it? Oh, we left it in Valencia. I, I could. I mean, 
that thing was so rich. I had a, I had a couple more bites in the morning, the, the next morning before our, uh, our day out. And I, and I was like, we're, we're leaving this in the hotel room. Cause I mean, it had the cream, the, it had just half cream eggs all over it and the cookie. And that is probably responsible for a stone of weight being put back. Your weight, your weight gain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, but, I like them, but I can only eat one at a time. And within any certain length of period, it's hard. Tell us about your trip then. So, yeah, I mean, I I realized how big of a job. Last last time when I was in England, uh, I kind of, as I went along, put together these Magical Mike Mystery Tour videos. And it was a lot of work then, but I had a lot of free time then because I was alone. This time, it, all I could do, it was the best I could do to post uh, Facebook updates, which I did. And I'm... I spent about two hours before the show started trying to assemble and edit some videos to kind of share the trip with people. And the reason we started 10 plus minutes late is because I, I, I had to get through the first day, the, the, the first day where we were in Germany, um, because I wanted to have something complete to, to kind of show tonight. And, and, uh, and that's how much stuff there is to go through. It's, it's, it's crazy. I'm going to have, We'll do a podcast or two where we just kind of go through it. If anyone's interested in, in, in seeing the experiences and how stupid I can be in front of my son. But uh, I just to summarize, I, the, it's two of the best weeks of my life. Just having a, an 18-year-old son who is also kind of your best friend and your, your, uh, your mate and they run and, and and who you laugh with and and you can just i mean there's no filter between us anymore i'm not trying to teach him how to be a person anymore like if he hasn't figured that out and if i haven't taught that by now fine so now we talk about you know my penis and and uh, <laughs> and, and we and we laugh about and, and the stupider the better it's, well, we were uh, talking about my gentleman's sausage with uh sean and her mum the other day and I was saying, the fatter you get, the more it disappears. It's like a, a oh my god, my, mine's coming out of the back of my uh, of my body. Yeah. And I said, I, might, I said to her mum that when I, I've got to have a, an operation on mine because something got something snapped, the old banjo string. Fucking hell, that was many years ago. But um, I said, I need to go and have an operation. I need an affidavit from you to say that once it was quite normal. Because when they look at it, they're going to laugh and go, "Where's it's- it gone?" It's the exact opposite of women. Like when, like when women gain weight, it it all it all is right here. Well, I, I you know, and that happens to me too. But but you'd think like if you gained a hundred pounds, at least ten of that would go to your penis, and it just See, doesn't. That's, that's how it all started. Um, George said her and her mate were googling whether when blokes get obese, do their winkles get bigger? And I said, no, it doesn't. I said, I could have fucking told you that. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean, no, Google? <laughs> Because if it did, there'd be a lot more fat blokes around. <laughs> oh my god! Exactly. Would be piling on the pounds. <laughs> yeah, medical quirk that is. Everything gets big apart from that. Oh my god! Oh, so so you've got some uh, videos to show us. Yeah, I mean the the, the uh, so we're just going to talk about the first day. I mean, we got in on a Friday evening to to uh, Cologne after flying overnight and a stop in London and just Saturday, April 2nd was probably the most packed day I can even imagine. What, oh, you're making me jealous now. Uh, um, it was just an insane day. We So th- this is the official from, thank you, Sebi for the uh, magic Feinberg family football 
congratulations on that, Sebi. You have done wonders. I've seen people I don't even know tweeting about how good the graphics and things were of your tour. Yeah, and and um, and and these will be kind of interspersed into my ultimate video that I'm doing. But uh, so it started uh, in in Cologne on Friday night. We were not too jet lagged. It was fine, and and uh, you know walked down at sunset to the Rhine River. It wasn't really a great night. It was snowing and and kind of gross. You look but so happy there, the pair of you. Oh, I, I I'm like we're finally here. We had no idea what was to come or how incredible it would be, how how uh, taxing it would be. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come over, Danny, so we can so we can both be on screen at the same time. Hello. <laughs> and then uh, and then came the famous dinner where uh, where where it started with <laughs> a rocket a rocket salad. Danny you loves him some rocket. I think this is the eighth straight week that we've talked about rocket. Um, and uh, and and as proof, I did eat some. What's up, Scream Boy? Love that name. Um, so yeah, this this was my first night in Cologne, and uh, and by the way, I have to say it did smell. Um, and then since we do, since this is the Sunday roast, and we do have a habit of kind of posting food pictures, this was my first meal in Europe. Keep in mind, I've been on a, I hadn't eaten. I think maybe Mike's frozen. Uh, you say that again, you froze. Oh, sorry. I said I haven't had that many cal. I but to, at that point, I hadn't had a meal of that size and calorie count for about two months. What is that? That looks like a steak. But what's the it's other? It's an entrecote. It's an what? entrecote. With entrecote is the fancy European word for steak. Uh, with with some steak butter on it. Uh, on the top left is a potato. Like kind of an au gratin type of dish. Oh yes, and I'm not a hundred percent sure what the what, what's by the knife on the top right, but I can t I am a hundred percent sure it tasted damn good. It was not a vegetable. It was not squash. It was something else. I don't know, but uh, but it was good AF. And uh, and all I, I know is I just got that steak, rinsed it under a tap, got that shit off it, and put the rest of the stuff in the bin, and told them give me give me two more steaks. Oh, I, I could have had two more steaks, but. Uh, but by that point, the, the the jet lag was setting in. We had we knew what kind of day we had coming up, and um, and we were one hundred percent going to get rested up, and so we did. And um, so I have some videos. Some of them are, are somewhat long, so we can unmute and and if you want to comment on them. But uh, we woke up about six thirty seven a.m. on Saturday, the, the second. And we wanted to get some stuff done in Cologne before the football. The first football game we were going to that day of two was at 3.30 in the afternoon. So, um, so this was the beginning of our Saturday. Feinberg, family, football, flying circus is today. We're here. It's, it's not yet even 9 a.m. We're up. We're out. We've already had breakfast. And uh, this is the first day of... 10 football games in 12 days. Two games today. We start with the with the most taxing day of them all. We're getting ready to climb this mofo, which this could be the last video I make. Luckily, it could be the last time you ever see Magic. They both look like your wife, doesn't 
Um, yeah, and, then, uh, and then uh, until the Magic Mike funeral, which will be uh, broadcast live around the world. <laughs> um, for the millions of listeners and watchers. For the millions! That's my rock uh, yeah. So then yeah. we're going to so some chocolate museum. We're going to walk up and down the Rhine. And then we're going to Leverkusen. <laughs> Leverkusen versus they moved it as they saw me go and then we yeah, got some other like some people come out of those places I don't know where it is it's called um, Signal Iduna Park for uh go over to Leipzig no big deal that's like only like second against four that's right so uh we're gonna do that we're gonna bring Holland back we're gonna put him in our pocket we're gonna bring him back we're gonna make him sign for Arsenal we're gonna make him stay at Arsenal and then uh you know we're going to imprison him at the Emirates. So, uh, so uh, hopefully we'll make it through the day we'll and we'll see what comes up next. See what comes up next. These are the first 10 out of 533 steps. This is how I don't know why I thought steps. this would be okay to do. I plan to do one step a minute for 539 hours. Watch the Hundred twenty-five stairs. Four hundred and eight left to go. We're feeling good. One of us is. No, he didn't run. Actually, we're halfway up this motel. Two hundred sixty-seven steps. We did it. We did it. We did it. We died on day one. Top, the top, the highest tower, tower, formerly the highest building in the world. Magic Mike and Python Jake have made it to the top of the Cologne Cathedral. We are the most elevated Jews in Cologne at this very moment. All right, so that was that's how we got to the top of the of the thing. Then we had to come down, and going down as as many uh, people can tell you is not as easy as going up. Um, and something terrible happened on the way down. I, it, it it was just just terrible. Jake fell down these earlier, and I, he's just been bouncing down for like eight minutes now. I hope hope he's okay. Hey, Jake, where are you? Oh no! Oh my God! No! Oh, Jake, are you okay? My God, what happened? <laughs> he fell down the whole lot. Wow. No, he didn't fall down anything. We we, st- we totally staged that, but like we, we're, we're at the bottom of like we should both like roll down the thing, and and I'll speed it up on a bit. Like I'll edit it to be speed sped up and and uh, and, and make it seem like we were falling. So. Uh, so yeah, it was, uh, and, and then and then I did my bit, and it just didn't it didn't quite come out very well. Ooh, ow, ooh, ah, oh, 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 no, not again! Oh, ah, oh, oh. <laughs> if I had fallen down, it probably would have been easier just to go down that way because I mean, what is there to hurt on my body at this point? It's just it's and so cushioned. You're quite you're quite cushioned. Yeah, exactly. So I, uh, I think you'd probably so that, be all right. So. 
I cannot believe I actually put that was on the first day. I hadn't even I didn't work up to that. So uh, by by like eight like nine nine thirty in the morning, I had already done like thirteen thousand steps or something like that. But um, then comes the chocolate museum, where we spent a little bit of time there. I, I can't even. So the first thing I'm going to show you is this machine that we spent about 45 minutes at, and people were getting really pissed at us because we weren't giving anyone else a turn. Ready? Here it comes. They show you how, you know, how the chocolate is made, and it goes through this machine, and you press the button. We probably got up 94 pieces of chocolate that way. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't do a Homer Simpson when Mo leaves the bar and he gets underneath the tap. <laughs> and then I, I don't quite know how to explain this, but it's kind of an inside joke in the family. But we, we were walking down a stairwell, an empty stairwell in the chocolate museum and saw the perfect ledge for this. So I, I asked permission for my son that I could show this, but... Just, I'm not going to give it any kind of a preview because I don't even know what to say about it. Uh, why Annie? I mean, that's from, that's from the little orphan Annie, and it's from the big 18-year-old mature goofball, Jake, and uh, with, by the way, from uh, from me. Yeah, that's we just decided to do that. Is it annoying we how knew, quick it, it, it's all gone past? What, the whole trip? Yeah, or or so that fifty think, second how, video that I just played. No, not the video. No, the whole thing. Like I'm annoyed. Yesterday, we, I went out at I don't know one, and we got back at nine, eight, probably eight. Now I'm thinking, oh, it went so quick. You've just done two weeks abroad and done all these wonderful things, and I'd look back at it and go, oh, you fucker! How has that gone so quick? How was that two weeks ago? Well, it's it's weird because it it. When you're going through it, the beginning seems like like towards the end when we were in Spain, we were thinking back at Germany. It was like that seems like four months ago. Like we've been gone uh, forever. And then two weeks after the trip's over, you're like, well, that that went by quick. So it's uh, it, it's it's bizarre. But uh, but yeah, we we had a good laugh about that. I'm interested to see if uh, anyone in the chat uh, would like their own autograph version of that video. But um, we have to talk about Cambridge, but could, should I keep going with that day? Because I've got. Uh, yeah. From there, we went to Leverkusen. I would talk about my stuff when you finished. Mine's only okay. a couple of minutes. Okay. So, um, so yeah, from there, the the well, we had a quick uh, quick bite to eat. I had my first pizza in uh, in a long, long time. Where is that? Guess what's on this pizza? It's not. It's not that hard to guess, but. I shouted at someone again, no green shit. And they didn't. I mean, I wouldn't. That looks a mess. No, that was damn good. That's like garlic, shrimp, scampi, pizza. Absolutely no. delicious. And I hadn't had pizza in a couple in a few months, so uh, so that was delicious. And then, Are you back uh, on your diet now, though? Yeah, I started. Uh, as of this morning, this, the two oh. Passover seders are over. Now I'm back on the diet. Um, and, uh, I got to work off what I gained during this trip, but, uh, but then we're off to, uh, off to Leverkusen. Where's my video? Oh yeah. So here's the Leverkusen experience. Crossing the ride, baby. Ride. 
Ryan Seacrest. Crossing the bridge. But there's the ones and I. Now the echo's coming from you, not me. How great of a view this is. Doesn't matter. Is there a How did you find the atmospheres at other stadiums compared to Premier League? Oh, in Germany, it's not even close. Amazing. after the Will Smith, Chris Rock episode. So, so the, the, the atmosphere at the stadium is, is better. How about the um, trying to get get hold of tickets? Is that easier over there? Do they yeah. have scalpers? Yeah, I mean, the, the getting getting a hold... Well, the, the Dortmund game, I had to pay a pretty penny because I knew, I knew I wanted to be on the yellow wall and you just can't get tickets through. They had just started filling stadiums again in Germany. They were doing empty stadiums and then like really really distanced for a while so it's only been again recently didn't they beginning of this year they were empty stadiums again yeah so so i mean this this was one of the first match weekends where there were full stadiums so i thought i mean the the leverkusen tickets i was able to get pretty reasonably i think i i don't remember if i had to join their their season program or not to get tickets but but those were those were good um the dortmund ones i just I just paid for because and, and got them from um, from uh, StubHub actually, which I think owns Viagogo now. But I wanted to make sure that I knew exactly where in the stadium we would be, so we could be on the yellow wall. And it was a big. I mean, it was a second in the Bundesliga versus fourth in the Bundesliga battle. So uh, it was meant to be a pretty good game. It turned out not to be. But I was watching it. It was shit. I mean, it was shit for for Dortmund, yeah. but. But that just kind of made it even better because you got to see how they support the team even when, you know, I mean, if that game had been at Arsenal, it would have been a completely different story. And you'll see on the video that I have of that. But but Leverkusen was great. It's like the Bay Arena is a nice, it's like a one-level arena, uh, well, a one-level stadium that gets really, really loud. The ultras for uh, the away fans for, for Hertha were fantastic. Um, just... A really cool atmosphere and we weren't able to to stay for the entire uh for the entire time but because okay. we had, well we oh. had to leave in the 75th minute because we had to get into an uber to take us to Dortmund so that we could get there for the beginning of the game and and it was an absolute mess because we ended up a, a bit late because the uber took a long time to get there and it dropped us off on the complete opposite side of the stadium from where we needed to be and so 
we're running around, we're hearing all the pregame stuff. They sing you never walk alone as well at Dortmund. I don't know what yeah. the background behind that is, but I will say when you're not like when it's not Liverpool and it's a whole stadium of eighty thousand plus people with that atmosphere singing it, I had told Jake it was a pretty cool thing and and we completely missed it because I was huffing and puffing my way around the stadium. But uh uh but yeah, Rudy, that was at Leverkusen. It's it's called the Bay Arena. Um and it was like on the way from Cologne up to Dortmund. So uh are we still getting an echo? Can someone I mean is is it like off putting? Because I no, it's I, when when you play the video it's picking up. Where's your audio coming from? Your like mine's coming through my ear. So wherever um, your audio is coming from, your it doesn't matter. It's only tiny. Don't worry about it. Well, my yeah, I mean, mine's coming through my. Um, oh, it's because I'm on. That's why it automatically mutes it. So I'll I'll stay muted during the video, and then. Oh, no, no, don't have out. to. You know, you need to give some commentary on it. It's only yeah. a tiny echo. It doesn't matter. Only a little, an echo, an only echo. A little. Only right, a so, bit. so that was Dortmund, and then I got one more video, which is uh, would oh no, that was Leverkusen. This is Dortmund. This is a long one, but. You can see how progressively, as this video goes on, I get a little bit more because you, you can drink in your seats or or at you know standing. You you can drink as much as you want while watching the game. That is the nice thing about the Bundesliga. Whereas in the Premier League, you have to go out to the to the to the you know where you can't see the pitch in order to drink. And it's not allowed to take your drinks back to the seats in the Premier League. No, no, you haven't been I able to for that. many, many years. You, you oh, can drink in the stadium, but you can drink in the stadium. But the rule is that you can't be—you can't have alcohol beyond any point where you can actually see the pitch. Um, the fuck is the point in that? Eh, you know where it comes from, but no, and in Germany, nice. in Germany, you can take anything anywhere. And in Spain, they don't sell it at all at the stadium. They just sell zero point zero beer there. So everyone gets boozed up before the game and then goes into the game. So it's, it's different rules in different places, but um, so yeah, here's, here's the Dortmund episode. This is as soon as we left and got into the Uber from Leverkusen to Dortmund. I do like Dortmund. It's the only other team whose jersey I will wear. Do they have decent sizes for this Dortmund shirts? Yes, that was the other reason I bought it is because they actually fit me. I'd like a Dortmund shirt. The atmosphere. What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? that? That's what it sounded like. It, it starts that way and then it changes. It is so steep. That that yellow wall is so steep. Wanted to play for Washington. Uh, 
Dortmund. Jude Bellingham coming to Arsenal. This is the gerbil. You have heard it here. Great atmosphere, great stadium. Would you agree? I've, I've been talking for years about how I wanted to take you here. How are you making us late? You made me miss the anthem, but. Other than me making us late, did you enjoy your time? Did you enjoy your time? Yeah. At Signal Again? Yeah. Well, two games today. I'm still somewhat, somewhat coherent at Paris this point. Tomorrow. Eight goals today. Paris tomorrow. Feinberg, football, family, football, flying, football. Circus. Circus. And Rudy, Rudy's comment is so it's true. Underway. You, you, ha you just have to. This is 20 minutes after an absolutely gutting loss at home. These guys are either drunk, love their team, or drunk. These guys are drunk. But you know what? Supports. So many beers to choose from. I can get so drunk tonight. I can, I can also get so dead tonight. Dorman fan? Dorman is on the train back to Dortmund. Very difficult results tonight. But look how much they support that team. Yeah, yeah. My fake accent here is ridiculous. I hate this. You lose 4-1, everyone goes angry. Out of stadium. They get angry, they start, they, they start punching people in the face. Alright, so, but Dortmund. Dortmund is other. We support the team. Support everything. Right? Alright, Dortmund gonna finish. Dortmund gonna... Next season. Next season. Number one. Number one. Alright, beautiful. First, I'm gonna go to the water closet. And I'm gonna go put some water. In the closet. Water? Are you gonna pour my water bottle out again? The water will be coming out of my penis. <laughs> Wait, what is that all? There we called? go. <laughs> What's where's the where's the water coming from? Urine. Oh, from my dick. <laughs> and what else? My cock. <laughs> the water is coming from his cock. Wait, there we This was the guy next to me in the urinal. <laughs> oh, nice. Here's Mike trying to figure out how to get into the water closet. Oh. Oh, oh. Here's Dad trying to find the room key. Do you need me to hold something? We need the room key to get in because it's late AF. Oh, oh, I don't think your penis is going to work. Oh, it worked. We're in. We need our masks on, though. Is that the hotel? Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch those donuts? He also doesn't have any shoes on. <laughs> they just sat there. Are they your donuts? Dad, aren't you getting yeah. a drink? Uh, Jake put them down. I don't actually like donuts. As a fat oh. bloke, I should go to fat prison for that. <laughs> Dad's covering it. <laughs> He's currently covering his face with the sweatshirt that's been on the ground. I forgot my mask, so I was. Just... Half and half. He's gotten some water. He's gotten some water. 
smart choice. I love it. There's Coca-Cola Zero up there. Zero calorie Coca-Cola. We're not gonna be getting one third in the road. Oh, oh, oh. He's got me. Aww. He was upset because I grabbed the beer, which I don't think I even drank. Oh, so that, that was Dorman. And um, and we went back into the hotel room. It was 1.30 in the morning. We had like a 8.46 a.m. train to Paris the next day. And instead of going to sleep, we watched like two hours of WrestleMania until I fell asleep. Oh, was it the first part or the second part? It was the first part of the first night. Um, no, I watched. I watched the. I downloaded the first one just to go and watch Stone Cold Cut Moon. He's come back. Karen, yeah. black, Karen, Kevin carried him, but it's a good match. Yeah. Did you say he fought Kevin Campbell? Kevin carried him. Oh, Kevin oh, Owens. I, said, I was like, I didn't know Kevin Campbell was at at, uh, at WrestleMania. That's pretty cool. It'd be interesting if he was. I bet. I bet Kev could lay the SmackDown. Oh, he could layeth a lot of things. Um, well, that sounded weird. <laughs> so, so that was Dortmund, and um, and I'm telling you, that took those videos just for the one day took about an hour and a half to two hours to put together and and edit. So, I'm going to be busy over the next. I mean, I do have like work to pick back up with again, but uh, but I uh, gradually will put out some of that content. Um, I hope Thunder Road isn't serious that it's too personal. We, I, you know, I. I wouldn't have taken video and shown it if it was if I didn't think it was funny, uh, yeah. and just kind of an example of, of of what we did together. Jake doesn't like when I drink a lot, but he has. Like I don't built like in, that anybody drinks at all. He he had built in like two or three nights where he just kind of knew what to expect. Um, mm. you know, Germany, the two Arsenal games, um, and um, and and he was a good sport. So, uh, but he was definitely trolling and and uh, and laughing at me that night. So. So that's day one of thirteen. Uh, we'll we'll go into more detail later, but uh, I, I'm dying to hear. I've seen a picture, but I'm dying to hear about this outing that you had. <laughs> Don't pick it up too much. My, it's just my, coming out and, and being twats. My wife's family always talks about how you know they go they go to get an airing out like it like like when you take a, an old rug and you kind of whip it over the side of a balcony, <laughs> and 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 so you know we took we took grandma out for an airing. So, uh, so, so your family took you out, not to well, Manchester, not to not to Huntington, no. but to Cambridge. No, all the way. We went, um, yeah, because the last outing we went for a graduation was a nightmare, and I hated it because it was cold and it was wet. And my mum had a couple of hours sleep because my brother's a knob, and they were not really his fault. They're both were their fault. And so she was grumpy, and it was raining, and it was up north in Nottingham. Didn't like it. So yesterday was the hottest day of the year. Absolutely stunning weather. From I got up at 11, Sean got back here at about half 11, and then we got up and got in the van and went to Cambridge. And then, uh, oh, just a couple of clips. Well, I've got my little camera thing. Um, yeah, you when when Danny goes out, he like journals. I mean, I took a lot of videos, but he you, you take the entirety of your time out and then pick if and I choose. put it on me, then you can see it a bit better. It's a DJI, press that. And you and you kept around. it like down by your penis, like like it was an extension of your penis. I think. Well, it's got a, a stabilizer on it. Really, only three hundred and fifty quid, I think that was, and it records in four K if you want it. But I only record in HD, and uh, and then I use Windows Movie Maker to uh, 
cut out the bits that I want. So mine isn't quite as impressive as yours, but mine's just me being a twat when we're going around. So we're in um, Marks and Spencer's because we go there in Cambridge and we go and get a load of food and then we go and off to um, outside King's College. We sit outside there. And so that's what we did this time. But there was no park because everybody in the entire planet was out yesterday. There was no parking at the main big um, parking space in Cambridge. And was so we saw nice? a little thing. Was, huh? it like, was it because the weather was nice? Or? Yeah. Everyone and their fucking everyone's taking their granny out for an airing, and so we uh, saw the line for the, in the UK. We've got this thing called shop mobility for people with mo- mobility problems. You can you can go and hire a buggy. Now, just your chance, mum. She's got connective issue. She's got all these other things wrong with it. So walking around for too long is really painful for her. So she said, "Well, if we go park in there, she had tended to walk around all day. But I can get one of them electric scooter things, and we can park in there." And I mean, there's no queuing and it's also free. So we did it. So she got her own buggy and she was wheeling around in that, which is a nightmare trying to get us both in lift. She's nearly running people over because she doesn't know how to drive it. And then uh, so so we're in Marks and Sparks, as, as we call it over here. And this this first video is uh, um, I'm saying that Sean has got an aversion to using a basket. And so I say there's three of us, Sean. We're spending 50, 40 odd quid in in buying shit put it in a fucking basket i'm holding stuff her mum's holding stuff sean's got an armful of stuff and i'm shouting at her to get a fucking basket so yeah, this is like, a uh, like, well we went shopping and you were holding stuff like inside your pants and, and i was worried we were going to get nicked for uh, for shoplifting so this is a 10 second clip of me chasing after sean shouting at her get a fucking basket and and, and plus i give her an ultimatum basket because it's more stuff to get just do as you're told or you're going home. <laughs> it was such a knob. That's <laughs> really getting annoyed with her. Yeah. And still, more stuff to go around the shop, and I'm holding stuff all over the place. She wouldn't fucking listen. And a little I guess bit further. You were the shopping cart. I was. And I'm steering with one hand and holding shit with the other hand. Anyway, so if you this next video, it's another 10 seconds one. On the right-hand side, you'll see an old lady in a red coat. She's fucking around with the bread rolls. She drops a bed, bread roll, and then listen to what I do after I go past. <laughs> I thought you were going to run over the bread roll. <laughs> oh, dude. So she, every time I see anybody bend over, I go... <laughs> <laughs> and I just carry on going as if nothing has happened. Oh, dude! And then later on, there was a uh, the uh, you have this ma- this magazine that the homeless people try and sell. And then she was annoyed. She's been really annoying. She's going up to people and saying, "Buy my magazine." She's been a bit of a twat. I haven't got this. I've got it on video, but I didn't cut it. And then she I ignored her the first time. When we come back the second time, she come up to me again. And she went, uh, "Whatever it's called, I can't remember." And I went, "Sorry, I don't speak English." And she went. <laughs> Well, what do you speak then? I said, I've got no idea, and carried on going just because she was annoying. Um, and this is me as I'm leaving Marks and Spencer's. You've got two women obviously getting out a display table, and they're going to be putting some produce on there. And then this is what I say when I go past them. This one's only 11 seconds. Ah, oh, ping pong, yes. What do you need? I need to get out of here, it's too cold. Did you say ping pong? Yeah, <laughs> I just spend most of the day doing annoying shit like that. So that's why Sean won't be too close to me because she's just so fucking embarrassing. But I don't plan it; it just happens. 
Mm-hmm. So that was the that's the highlight of my day, annoying that, people. That was your uh, that was your April errand airing. Yeah, well, the weather's not good as well. Today I slept from seven a.m. till seven p.m. Got up twice, three times, not twice for a wee, and one when I got up. Jesus, I'm getting old. But yeah, that's the entire day. And we went to um, Bella Italia in Cambridge. I went and had pizza. And I with, said to him, with or without? I said to him, no green shit on that. And he come back and went, no green shit on this. By the way, since last week, I think we were talking about it on, on when I when I came on the the roast last week. My son, the entire time in in uh, in Spain, was like, "No green shit, please, <laughs> no green." Ah, oh, it's called the big issue. Normally, they're really nice, they're very quiet, and they go, "Would you like a big issue?" But she's confronting people, going, "You want to buy a big issue?" There's also people, vegans, fucking vegans, going on, uh, saying, uh, handing out stuff, and I had all the animal torture pro pictures up, and. Uh, yeah, so um, I didn't say anything to the vegans. They didn't speak to me, but I'd planned it. If they were going to come up and say, this is a vegan magazine, and I said, fuck off, I'm a carnivore. I'd eat you if you sit still long enough, but they didn't, so I didn't have to say it. Yeah, but um, people get it's just the same shit all the time, Phil. I just, uh, I'm just very annoying, but it's just the ne- hilarious. The next, the next thing is, is Danny and I are going to go on a European football trip. <laughs> uh, Danny I said to Sean... Danny and I are going to go to uh, to the this Boca River Plate Super Classico down in. Uh, oh, I tell you, if I could, I wouldn't be here. If I could, I'd fuck off somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's all right for about a day. I can hold a poo in for a day, but after that, it's going to get messy. <laughs> I told, when I went to the Champions League final, I didn't eat anything the day before apart from Slim Fast, and then on the day, all I ate was crisps. And so I didn't so you, poo for two. You essentially did colonoscopy prep for the for the Champions League final. Yeah. I did. I then drove there and back on the same day. I've got a video about that as well, but there's, um, it was back, it was 2007, six people. I yeah. said some things then that you can't say now. Uh-huh. So it needs heavy, heavy. It's like my video of the, um, of the, we need the last game at Highbury. The last game at Highbury. I did a really long video of that as well, but so, I say yeah. some things in there that you can't get away with now. Well, well, and I'll tell you what, because because you tend to not really know what you're allowed to say now, and 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 what you're not allowed to say. Send the video to me. I'll edit it based on my common sensibilities of uh, of wokeness. But there and, is uh, no, there is no video ever anywhere of a parked on Monsell Road, which is so you come out of the you come out the back of the. Um, the North Bank, and then turn right, follow that road down, there's a carpet shop, and then turn left down there, near Monsell Road, park there, and I videoed me and Barry going all the way up to the stadium, buying seven programmes into the stadium, and then all the stuff before the game, bits during the game, and all the stuff after the game, we were probably one of the last 500 people to leave, then all the stuff back to the car again. I've said this before, um, but I've got it all on video. I've used a, um, uh, an analogue video recorder, only a small thing. Well, uh, I think I think we we need to we need to spruce that up and 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 put it on next Sunday's roast because well I found I now know how to use Windows Movie Maker I couldn't figure out the split thing it was annoying me but now I can do it because I have um, I have you know obviously tons of video of Highbury now and and do you know hijinks and tours around Highbury but obviously uh, no video of Highbury back in the day so um, I've just learned I've just reconnected with a friend of mine from when I was at the American School of London. So this is 35 years ago, 34 yeah. years ago. And um, 
and and he lives real close to me now, so we're going to meet up soon. But he apparently had been following my travails on uh, on social media and the podcast and all that. He's a Chelsea fan, but but uh, you know, but yet a good person. And he was like into photojournalism when he was in high school, so he was sending me all sorts of pictures from like back in high school, and 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 he's apparently kept in touch with Steve. Uh, Steve O, as many people now know him, very uh, interesting character. Yeah, and uh, and and he's uh, there's there's a, a show. Steve O is doing a show about half an hour from my house because I think he does like comedy and and kind of like a life, you know, like like a comedy show about his life, which is a pretty incredible life. And um, and and we're trying to get tickets for that. And if he can get in touch with Steve beforehand and go backstage or something, that would be yeah, Stephen Glover, uh, my high school classmate. And um, that would be pretty interesting. I'd like to get him on the podcast. That would be fun. And yes. um, oh, Phil, okay, did some temp work in the office for the for ASL. I absolutely love my time there. It's an incredible place. Pretty posh. Uh, pretty expensive. So the kids that were there tended to be pretty posh, or work, or their parents worked for a company that completely paid for everything. Which wasn't was, Steve O's dad in charge of Coke or Pepsi or something. Yeah, he was like the the world vice president of PepsiCo. I think not uh, a bad job. Not a bad job. And I think uh, you know I, I've read his book a long time ago. I forget about it. I, I forget exactly what it says, but like he was constantly having to rein Steve in. Uh, but I just I just remember him with like shaved head here and then like long hair over the other top, skateboarding around and doing. Uh, I like the bike from Simpsons has the the, yeah. the the baddies. But like he used to just skate around the the because we played we played football outside on essentially like parking lot like blacktop, um, and he would skate around and do tricks there while we were playing and and he never wanted to play and I guess that was probably. A good thing for him. Uh, it worked out, as you say. But uh, but yeah. So anyway, I reunited with this guy, and he has all these pictures. I forgot to upload them, but you know, from from 1988 to 1990, pictures. Oh, the skinny from, days. Pick the skinny days. Pictures from prom and and because uh, we 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 double dated to prom with uh, with two you know birds that were you know. They help. Mm. They look pretty nice, you know. I don't mm. remember the name of my date. I remember the name of his date. I don't remember the name of my date. I think most yeah. of us back then were were pretty good looking. It's only when we get old and ugly and fat and hairy and stuff starts growing where it shouldn't. Yeah, and he has two videos that he took of back then that I have yet to watch. I haven't been able to catch up on them yet. But he's like, you're you're in them like halfway through the first one and in the journalism room, so. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll see, I'll see what it looks like and cut it and we can see, uh, not just still pictures of, of me when, when I actually was a person and, and not this far back but, <laughs> or this far back. Look how Jewish I look. Oh, hey. my God. That's, that's Judaism right there. That's a, that's, that's a 101% Jew. That's a kid who had no choice but to but to go on the track of Hebrew school and get bar mitzvah, which is what this is from. And uh, I, I look pretty into it, but not necessarily uh, so much at the time. So, I found um, the, uh, go on. I, I was just going to say, so what else is going on? I've, I can show you a little bit of the video 
from my day at Highbury with the oh, um, with the share a screen because you open a tab and then you can just go to that tab and drop the video in there. It's about an hour long, so I won't show it all. It's here and share. You should you should up the, upload that to to YouTube though. I mean, an oh, hour sorry. long. You you could do a date like a just a a live. Uh, what's it called? You upload it to YouTube and you do it as a live. Uh, oh, go there you go. That's the road I was parked on. Um, I'm with my mate Barry, who. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah, I'm with my mate Barry, who was the bass guitarist with Smile just before Freddie Mercury and that Smiles. went on to become Queen and he left because he didn't think they'd go anywhere. So Barry's pushing me. Okay, I don't um, go to here. Um, there you go, there's the program and, seller. Uh, she said to me, she went, that is down the back of the side of the east stand. And I said to him, how many am I allowed to buy? So as many as you want. I said, I have seven. It's the last game of Highbury. Oh, the last game of Highbury. Yeah. 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 It didn't ask me about the... No, I can't show it. And then... I'll skip forward some bits. Go up to the stage. Oh, there we go. So that's the entrance where I ran up. All the vegetables queuing up to get in. That's near the clock end, right? Yep, right next to the clock end. And then we sat there for ages. I know I'm inside of the Manukati, I think. Being interviewed. Oh, French. Well, normally I sat right up the far left, but at the moment I'm at the front in the middle. There was two rows where they, they stuck every everybody it is so it's still so strange to me to see the north bank with feet on yeah like that bothers me and there's some of the players remember this is on analog so the quality of it isn't that good um but it's one hour and 35 long i talked to cookie you know cookie on twitter yeah um yeah. i said to him would you like to he said well, if you upload it i'll have a play with it and uh, I said, I'll make a, a best of five minute bit of it. For Me, sure. Really, yeah. No, I would love to see that. I mean, yeah. again, this was kind of, I, I wasn't really plugged into Arsenal at this point in time. So, But the problem with this was, um, I, I don't know how to take out the audio on um, Movie Maker and there's so I, much music and stuff. I'll download it because I can, I, can, I can disconnect the audio from it. I mean, I can put it on YouTube. I mean, just for us, and I can give you the link be a private link and you can just show it to your friends or do whatever you want with it it's just really interesting to watch but i'm gonna have to listen to it first because i usually abuse the traffic wardens go away you I... fucking prick do not put a fucking ticket on my car you dickhead <laughs> so stuff like that isn't acceptable now so this is the we're playing against wigan i think we're losing at half time and then there's Henri and that lot all coming off and then there's the second half so much actual i didn't realize how much it was and at the end of the game when it was all over and all the people were walking past, it was say like Steve Gatting. Um, I don't know who that one is. Uh, Theo Foley, I think, has yeah. recently passed. Um, Peter Coy. Coy? Goy? Um, oh, there's Charlie George. Bobby mm. Gould there to the left. Another. Oh, remember the big heads? Um yeah, the uh, big heads that they used to use for the adverts on Sky. I think they only used them for a little while. They're the, the characters of the Lego. Look, all the 
It was a Sky thing. They all turned up. That looks like Fia. Welcome. No, that was Henri and Bergkamp and a few others. And then there's the... The I know it wasn't Theo, but I've said the big head looked like Theo. Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose it could do from behind, yeah. Um, then had all the old famous players. I mean, what's this? This is 16 years ago, so so many of those have, have passed away now. And a bit more. Then Henri and Wenger gets uh, an award for something. And then there's the streamers. And everybody, they put a, a, a T-shirt in a plastic bag on everybody's seat. You've either got a yellow one or you've got a red one that said, last game at Highbury. So my one, I've still got in its plastic bag, never been taken out, and some of those streamers are in the bag with it. And then you've got another one for the first game at the Emirates, which was it's, it was a, a red one. It was Dennis Bergkamp, so it said Dennis Bergkamp testimonial. And then you had another one for the Champions League final. So I've got all three of mine all still sealed in their bags. They're apparently Man, talk about, you know, seeing that game. I asked that bloke. Yeah, and that's why I miss not being at Highbridge. I used to sit in the front all the time and Sean got hit in the face by a ball. That bloke on the right there, I asked him to get me some of the ticker tape so I could stick it in the bag. Um, and, so, and then now it's just everybody can just been all told to go home. And I was getting angry with one of the, I think there's that prick in front of me, I was calling him a dickhead. For, he was kept standing in my way. I said, could you just stand a little bit to the left? No, mate. And she was all right. She moved. Yeah, so I'm trying to trying to film it. Then I had someone have a go at me. So you're not allowed to film this. But my, the thing I was using was a Sony Handycam. And it also took photos. So I pressed the button. I turned it round. I said to Mia, look, it's taking photos. He went, mm, right. <laughs> People just being dickheads. Ah, that's right at the very end, and there's Kanu and Henri and uh, Ashley Cole, and I think that's Lauren. And they all stayed there at the end, and we're all chanting to Ashley Cole, one more year, or one more year. And he didn't left. It's amazing how many people left at that time. And then, oh, that's, hold on, let's go back to the bit where I'm leaving the stadium. Maybe I skipped it. Oh, there you go. That's when I'm leaving the stadium for the very last time. Actually, I went there back there one more time for the farewell to Highbury thing. We had a big dinner thing. I oh, know <coughs> we've just um, food, plate on, food on plates, nibbles, and I went in the clock end and I stole a clock from the clock in one of the um, boxes up there. And then someone slammed my back door, clock fell off the wall and broke. Here we are, so. There we are, all the vegetables all trying to get out. Walking down, uh, sitting, we go past them, the people outside. They're much like when we won the title in 98, but Ian Wright isn't sticking his ass out the window this time. And then he got crushed that day. Um, and the final bits. And then back down to where the car is. And then, where is it? It's going to be here somewhere. There it is. Oh, there's the bubba. Hello, cheeky. So there you go. Is that Sean? Uh, yeah. Oh. And she was probably, well, about that time. Where's my string on? Oh, there we go. No, here. Oh. Do a quick... Uh... Barry, Barry isn't dead. Oh, here we go. Have you been looking at the comments? Yeah. Yeah, we got... Oh, uh, have you been I bringing them up? Give, I was going to give a quick shout-out to everyone in the chat. Yeah, you do that. We got uh, Arsenal Misfit, Rudy Rastios, uh, Loki's in the chat. Uh, Ryan Amanda's Fletcher, Mr. Arsenal, was here earlier. Thunder Road, always good to see. Um, 
a little bit later on joining us was Phil Macca and Sky Spray on on uh, on Twitch, as you like to point out. Uh, Matthew yes. Souza was here or is here. Don't know if he's still here. Uh, who else? I know uh, Colonel Ward, and I know eventually the lovely uh, Amanda PG joined us um, and uh, hello agrees with me about the seats on the North Bank. No, she did fun. a really she did a really good interview on same old Arsenal on YouTube with um, with Stuart McFarlane. Stuart, who who I just want as well. I just want to point out I interviewed him first. <laughs> But no, I, I uh, he's a great interview. He's um, an awesome guy, and I think I think uh, the interview that was done by uh, by Amanda was was probably a little bit better organized and a little bit more uh, professional than the one I did with him. But uh, but uh, great great show if you haven't seen it yet. Um, we did win four two, right, Henri, uh, with the penalty at the end. That picture, the picture of that penalty. And him kissing the ground at that game was is still is posted at the uh, players' entrance of the Emirates. So, um, so anyway, yeah. Thanks to everyone for joining us. If you if you have any other topics or or lists or whatever you want us to talk about, we can. I actually found the part of the video that I have not watched this yet, um, but if you want to see now, what do we do here? Do you go extra camera? No. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to show. Oh, I'm going to share the screen. Oh, that's it. Then you can either share a window or a tab or a thing. A thing that could be. A, yeah, Ryan's put um, uh, rest in peace, Steve Rowley. Shocking news. Only 63. Yeah. So yeah. sad. So this is. Um, let's see. Uh, that's me in the in the blue shirt. <laughs> May fourth, nineteen ninety. I don't know. I don't know what may, this. May the fourth uh, be with you. May the fourth. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what's in this, and I don't know how long it is. So I'll give it. I'll give it about thirty seconds or so. But. <laughs> That's Jake. That's not you. This is just for fun. This is the journalism lab. I don't know who that is. I would bet Gabby Marcotti's in there somewhere. Nice computer. He's wearing a Casio databank watch there. I've got one of those, silver one. With no strap or keyboard. Oh, there's my back. The girl next to me was cute. I, I had a crush on her. No, I get it. Oh, that's disgusting. Come on. This is boring. Come on. That's me chatting up chicks. He's very intrusive. And he didn't purchase our image rights. That's that's my friend Derek. I'm still that guy. Uh... Look how cool I'm playing it. She's flirting with me, and I'm just chilling. Can you? Whatever. And I know this, sweetheart. 
I wish there was video of us playing football outside. Or if Steve was skating around, that would be pretty fun. Uh, did you say you're in contact with Steve-O still? Um, no, uh, he is, though. He apparently spoke to him a couple of years ago. So I said, are you in no, contact I with Steve-O? No, I haven't. Oh. But, um, uh, but yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll watch that and see if there's anything. Int- I mean, you know, obviously, just like yours, the quality is a bit dubious. Yeah. But that, was, that was 1990, folks. That's 32 fucking years ago. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Talking like, of years ago, there's a picture of Phil has sent us. Phil Macker. Let's see, he says he's a. Uh, Which one is Phil? I don't think I've ever seen I a face reveal. The lady at the bottom left, I think, oh. or the old man. It's one of the two. And here's the most so famous... You, you don't know whether Phil Macca is the lady or the man? <laughs> it's probably the, the back right, I'd imagine, if any of them. The rest of them are all too old. You've just, you've just said three out of the four people in that picture was Phil. I don't know. And here's one of my favourite pictures. Look oh, at that. Man. The East Stand, there's me. There's Monkey Boy Matt behind. There's some bloke wearing 14. I don't know who he is. And uh, that's where I sat. Most so of the, the time, everyone else, all the little clicky bunches all wanted to sit next to the dugout and they're all waving and begging for the players' bits. I, I never even got so much as... In fact, the only thing I got in 20 years of sitting there, Sean got hit in the face by Colo Toure during a warm-up with the ball. <laughs> that's it. But that's that, a lovely pitch. That and gonorrhea. That's your version of this. Oh, all right. That guy, <laughs> guy with Thierry Henry. The, the, the <laughs> 19, or 2006, 2022. Um, now, before anybody asks, I can't remember what sh- NFL shirt that was. I had about six of them. Although I'm a Dolphins fan, I couldn't name a single Dolphins player, so I don't care. It's not like I'd, I'd wear out of six Premier League shirts. Yes, so um, anybody got any other questions or things you wanted to talk about? I mean, I think if some, you're, if I you're think not careful and you don't give us content, we're going to end this after you know an hour and six minutes. So, uh, I'm to put vegetables get good seats. Bless them. I say <laughs> vegetables because one time during the warm up, I've told, told you this before, but um, the ball came over and hit someone in the wheelchair section, and someone shouted from the clock end, Find the vegetables. <laughs> oh, my people. Um, yeah, someone asked a question further up here, and uh, it was quite a it was um no, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Yeah, anybody got anything else you want us to, to talk about? Who was maybe, it? Was someone I think someone maybe had something just, maybe people are tired and full from their Easter dinners. Um uh Spray yeah. was saying, Can we get make six out of six in a row? <laughs> six losses in a row against Chelsea and Man United. What do you think we can? Look, I think it's easily possible. Since since we do kind of, I suppose, have to touch on Arsenal at this point, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of group chats, and and you know when when we were doing well, there was a lot of bants and a lot of the people who who you know and and these are names most people will be familiar with, but a lot of the folks who tended to be most critical, they were getting hammered over you know over their negativity and stuff, and so. By the same token, at this point, you know they're like, "Oh, a lot of the Arteta lovers are are uh, are super quiet right now." And I and I'm I'll tell you what, I don't have anything to say. Like, if you don't have anything nice to say, I believe you should not say it at all. And I got nothing nice to say right now. Um, so 
my personal strategy for my own benefit and health and survival is that when we enter a phase like we are right now where we just cannot do anything right and we're blowing, I mean, everything that we thought we had resolved, beating teams below us. I was fine with us not beating top three, top four, top five teams on a regular basis, home and away, or not even taking that many points from them. As long as we beat the Watford, Brighton, Burnley, Southampton, Southampton, Crystal Palace, West Ham, Villa. And some of those teams we solved this year, you know, West Ham and Villa, uh, specifically Villa. And, you know, but just when I thought we had done that and, and finally become flat track bullies enough to get us back into the top four, we go and lose to what the 10th, 12th and 13th team and, and lose impotently to those teams, not even close, not even unlucky. I mean, you know, you could say that, that Fraser Forrester would, you know, if he didn't have the game he had yesterday, it would have been a different story, but um, just awful games. And, and, and I don't want to dwell on them. I can't, you know, cause it just makes me unhappy. So, you know, I, I, it doesn't make me happier to, 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 to release a lot of negative energy by ranting and raving and streaming and, and screaming about it. I'll leave that for other people. So I will readily own being quiet when we're when we're bad, and chirping up and, and being super talkative when we're good because that's how I consume my club. So sounds fair enough. I don't want to talk about it. I could talk about something positive. Petito one hundred fended a pod. I passed my nursing case manager certification. Now I can treat the depressed <laughs> Arsenal fans who come to my emergency department. I'm guessing that's what ED means every weekend. There you go. So uh, well done, Petito. ED either means emergency department or erectile dysfunction. So, um, well, with Arsenal fans, it's probably both. ED, ED. <laughs> I am kind of excited. I, I, you know, this is Arsenal talk, but but not. It's not Arsenal performance talk. It's Arsenal community talk. Um, it's become pretty clear in the last week or so that they're coming to the states again this summer. We knew that. Yeah, they, three. We knew that they would likely be coming because they were supposed to come last year, and COVID uh, ruined that. But um, but yeah, it looks like two games in Florida and one game possibly as close to me as Baltimore, either Baltimore or Philly, uh, I'm hearing and, and, uh, you know, it could all be completely wrong and subject to change, but, uh, but that's exciting because if it's Baltimore or Philly, that's close to where I live. And if it's in Florida, it's close to where our new house is being built. Um, and, uh, so I will be attending and goonering and I hope that there will be folks coming from overseas. I know that's not a, you know, when, when people think about, well, should I spend that money traveling overseas or should I just go to the Emirates or, or go to an away game or something? The summer tours are more fun than the game itself. The game itself is the least interesting part of a summer tour. So if you haven't been, I highly recommend it. And of course, all of you like Thunder Road and a few others that live in the States already, um, it's going to be a fun summer the summer we were supposed to have last year. So uh, we'll make sure to communitize and, and, and get together. And, and I'll be of course, raising funds for Gunners versus cancer, wherever we go, I'll be battering people and, mm-hmm. um, and collecting people's money for charity and for myself. Um, I'll be signing autographed pictures of Danny. <laughs> That's always a big hit. Actually, there was there was a photo. I'm going to share this with you. This, if if, if anything's ever going to get us banned off of um, 
Oh, good. Yeah, this one. There's no. There's nothing. You can't see anything here. Um, so is it a but, uh, I used to be in a group called Online Arsenal. It was a forum, and they asked for pictures of yourself. And so Sosh, she was Swedish, one of the moderators. She put a picture in there of her. And so then some little shit started a group um, called um, uh, Sosh Hot or Not. And they might have been Sophia. So it's S O S H Hot or Not, which I thought was really out of order. And she got quite upset about it. So I set up one called the GFP Hot or Not. And the very first photo. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's worse than the bath photo. I, I'm one? covered up. There's nothing against terms of service there. Well, and except, for, except for massive tits. Well, yeah, you're allowed to, You're allowed that. Men's uh, appendages oh. are um, relaxed pectoral muscles, as I like to refer to them. And then, so that was probably in 2010. And then I'm 2000- waiting to see the I'm waiting to see the viewer count crater right now. <laughs> it, 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 there's usually about a 10 to 15 second delay, but we're going to go from like mid 20s down to about one. <laughs> and, it's gonna- and then I fell out with one of the mods on there because he was my most mods are he was a prick, and so I left there in 2011, and I never went back. So that was 2010. They did a the the ABW the um the online Arsenal Awards in two thousand and twenty nine years after I left and that still won best post ever and that was one of the biggest Arsenal forums. So. <laughs> you should, oh, you there should you go. Do, like see one of the things when you have more than twelve people in a podcast like like you did or do uh, is that you should you should do a calendar every year the the you know the men of <laughs> the men of ABW. In uh, sol- you know various sultry poses, and you know, eight of the months can be can be pirate Chris. Uh, <laughs> various stages of of undress and mod- nine Chris, mod- two John, and I can be the April Fool one with that. <laughs> I think I <laughs> think that gone blind. Some, you know some 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 people do merch. You know Lee Gunner made tons of money off of me with merch that never sent me anything. Never arrived. But- Never. It, not only did it not arrive, it, it never got sent. It, it, I don't know. Uh, How come you haven't done a chargeback on your credit card for it? I did. I went through PayPal and I got my money back, but I don't think oh, it came good. from him though. I, I wanted it to come from him, but uh, mm. but anyway, I'm I'm not going there. I, I'm leaving no. it alone. It's Easter. It's all about eggs. It's all about eggs. It's all about. Have you ever watched? Um, there's a there's a John Stewart on the Daily Show bit that he did in April of 2012 that talks about Jews and Passover. Is he Jewish? He's Jewish. It okay. talks about Passover you know, versus Easter. You know, in the UK, no one ever gives a shit about what religion anybody is. I mean, you know, I'm always amazed in in no one ever gives you shit, but I, I, I that that is. No, not gives a shit. Nobody I know ever talks about it. And when I'm watching American TV, they're always on about Jewish people. I, I always find that fascinating. Well, why why do they keep going on about it? I mean, it's mostly Jewish people on American TV that joke. I mean, it's well a self-deprecating bunch. But maybe you can't tell someone's Jewish by looking at them like I asked about him. Like, um, uh, what's his name? Mayor? Bill? Phil? Bill? Mark, put, what's Bill his Bill name? Mar. Bill Maher. Bill Mar- I was listening to him on Joe Rogan. Absolutely brilliant. Didn't know he was Jewish. I think he yeah, is. He, Go on, carry on. A, he's also a dick. But um, <gasps> is it Bill Maher? Yeah, Bill Maher. Um, what was it? Oh, but there's this bit that is, it's like six minutes long. And it talks about how like Judaism, like all the 
Passover is all about like the tears and the struggle and the and the slavery and the and all this. And then Easter's like like it's Easter's like a pretty serious like what it commemorates is pretty serious. But it's like mm. fucking eggs and chocolate and and we and, and and well, the egg is to represent the boulder that I put in front of the cave, wasn't it? Because it's egg shaped. Oh, I don't know anything about no boulder, no cave, but we well, they, when egg. he died the first time, they put him in a cave and then they put a boulder in front of it, and he was in that cave for I don't know however long, seven days. That the length allowed, of Easter. Are you allowed to? Yeah, we wouldn't be allowed to play content from like streamed from Comedy Central or, or streamed from YouTube on um, this Yeah, they just get demonetized. We only make about a dollar out of this anyway, so fuck it, do it. We'll the only thing that will get banned is if we show foot, um, highlights of football. football. Um, well, while you're finding that, Phil Macker has sent us another picture. Um, there he is. There's Phil on the left or the right. I'm not sure which one's him. I said, no, he's there with his mate, and that was taken... A while ago, he did tell me when it was taken, but I can't remember what the date was. There's Phil. Gone. There he is. All right. So this this is one of the funniest six minutes of. I mean, if if you enjoy kind of religious humor, that's kind of and, and especially coming from a Jewish person that's like joking about it, this is really funny. And and honestly, I hope this doesn't get you a uh, a strike. But charges and all right. Let me. Uh, let me share here. I think it's the audio only, then we'll get away with it. But the video, the, the, well, tell me if you think it's all right. Hold on. Make it really small. Or make it smaller. Okay, hold on. And Jewish holidays, I can't make it smaller. That's what she said. I feel that. We Jews are getting our are you able asses to hear? kicked out here. Yeah. In fact, you know what? Jews, camera three. <laughs> what are we doing? We've already conceded defeat in the Christmas v. Hanukkah kerfuffle. <laughs> Seeing that the Christians are celebrating the birth of their savior. And Hanukkah is acknowledging oil lasting longer than it would normally last. <laughs> and to be honest with you, truth be told, there really is no gauge. I mean, how much oil was in there? Could have been eight days worth of oil. We don't really know. I mean, it could have been a very reasonable amount of oil to burn for... It's not the point. It's not the point. The point is this. There's no contest there. Hanukkah, Christmas, no contest. But we can't afford to lose this one, too. The key is the children, people. That's what Christians have figured out. You get the children, you win. Let's check out both sides' holiday pitch. Okay, kids. Easter weekend is an observation of Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. So, bam! <laughs> bam! I used to think John Stewart was funny. Andy, we got chocolate bunnies. We got candy eggs. We got chocolate bunnies who like candy eggs filled with more chocolate. How are Christians the one that came up with plastic grass? By the way, we're the ones with hay fever. <laughs> Was this all Jewish stuff in the basket? No, that's cool. e that's cool. American cool. Easter basket. But we're celebrating okay. our freedom from slavery. So, go play! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I see. What is that shit? Oh, that's dear. the Seder plate, and he'll go through it. Look. We're going to go 
down with a freedom themed festival, or instead we chose to focus on the slavery part of the dinner. <laughs> hey, five-year-olds, basket filled with candy and jelly beans, or horseradish still in root form. <laughs> and Jack eat all of that. No, you don't eat this. Bunny brought you, or a bone from a dead baby lamb. <laughs> don't worry. We I take it it's all symbolic of something. Door. Yes, it's all symbolism. And have you got one of them plates? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, which, Do you which eat it when the apology's over? Wait, listen. Filled with chocolate or the one filled with egg? Because it's an actual because <laughs> that's what slaves ate. Taste it. Oh, wait. Before you eat it, make sure you dip it in salt water. It represents the tears of your ancestors. Oh, good. I see you're making more. Is that true? Yep. Yep. Oh. Just a little longer. We should both We gotta take it up a notch. They're crushing us. All right, I'm gonna end it there. But uh, well, that's an educational. So we're using that if a YouTuber are gonna look at this and try and ban us. We're just educating people about um, Passover, and if they want to be anti-Semitic and ban you from talking about your religion, then shame on you, YouTube. Demonetize exactly. it if you want. I don't care. YouTube but, don't. YouTube equals anti-Semitism. That's it. <laughs> And we will, we will we will sue them as long as it doesn't cost more than about twenty quid to sue them. So so, so um, what I'm what I'm gathering from the chat is that that, that that either it's either the American or the Jewish self-deprecating humor that that isn't flying with uh, with, with folks. So uh, he is a funny bloke. And my daughter, his new and I, stuff isn't funny though. Yeah. My, oh no, it's it's, it's and the dickhead who took over him killed that show. Well. But the new stuff from John Stewart is super political, also. So, uh, mm. so anyway, um, what's next? Chelsea Have you seen Andy? Andy? Was he was he looking after Mrs. Feinberg while you were away? Who? Andy? Did he come over and look after your Mrs. Andy? <laughs> Andy. <laughs> Andy doesn't know how to look after himself, much less uh, another person's family. Oh, did John Stewart change his name, or did he only have his first two? Yeah, no, that's that's. I think that's his full original name. So, uh, uh yep. He's yeah, like, like Loki says in the UK, we all take the piss out of each other. No religion is spared. Yes, do. Well, some some are allowed to have uh, more than others, but we live in a delicate time now, Mister Feinberg. A delicate time where people were. Uh, they have their hounds, and they send their hounds out for stuff that they can be offended or for on behalf of other people. So what I said, what everybody needs to do, you as a Jewish gentleman need to say to me, you can say whatever you want about the Jews, and I'm giving you permission. And then I can say to you, you can take the piss and say whatever you want about people with disabilities, because I said it's okay. And then when someone tells you off it, you go, he told me it's okay. He's given me permission. Sign, I have a signed permission slip. Yeah, and then if everybody does that, then there can, nobody can get the hump anymore because someone has told them it's okay to do it. And you can't tell me what I can and can't say about my people, the wheelie folk, the limpy people. My peoples. <laughs> That's it. We came Let out of... My um, people roll. 
we came out of um, Bella Italia yesterday at about about half past six, and there was you have these minibuses, they stuff all the dribblies in the minibus and they take them out for days out. And there was two of them there. I mean, if they'd have been dogs, you'd have shot them. That's how fucked they were. And then I saw them and I shouted out really loud, my people! And then they said, I want to get on the minibus with them. And Sean is, oh my God, don't say that. I go, my people! Minibus! Uh, I think we ought to, we ought to, and, End there, or, or get ready. I can't end there on a on me being horrible to my, my people. That's not right, is it? What plans have you got for for the pod? Has anybody got anyone's coming up? My God, uh, we're in the phase where where Arsenal sucks right now, and so nobody wants to pod. I think we might be yep. doing one tomorrow or Tuesday. Oh. You know, I, I'm caught in between because okay, sometimes I want to do a pod every day and like try to build things back up again a little bit because we've really kind of gotten lax over the last year or so and build things back up with, with all the good guests that I'm, you know, that I'm connected to that I could get. If you've got connections. I, I, I could get star study guests on the podcast constantly. And, and, and I, but it's just a lot of work goes into scheduling and stuff. And, and if I do that, I'm probably just going to do that. Like, and, and whoever wants to join in from our crew can, but I'm not going to try to build the shows around who can participate, but I got to get to a point with work uh, and, and life where I have some time to do that. And these next six months include uh, multiple weddings that we're going to mother's day, my wife's 50th birthday, our 25th anniversary, my son's high school graduation, <laughs> my daughter going to London, bless you. It includes Danny sneezing. Uh, two trips over to England for us. One in, uh, in why don't you just move here and be done with it? I would, I would love to, it would be easier. Then I could take a trip every once in a while to uh, <laughs> to the states instead of the other way around. And and it's just, it's absolutely nuts. And I'm trying to get my health together. So, a, an hour long podcast every you know, every Monday through Friday might not be in the cards, but I will try to uh, try to come up with some stuff because I miss talking to to, to, to interesting folks. I mean, I, and instead, I'm doing what you know tonight. <laughs> I'm very. Like we we think we got we got we got um, Chelsea on Wednesday, and James, who's been doing the hosting for ABW recently because he's good at it, and he did it with Goonersphere, and he knows what he's doing. He's organised. He can't do Thursdays, so they're doing Tuesday. And I'm thinking, oh, for fuck, Fergus has asked me to go on his pod for the last two or three weeks, and every time my lot are doing it on the same night. So I said, yeah, I'll do Tuesday. And so if Nylock can't do a podcast on Tuesday, I will be on with Fergus on Tuesday. And right. then Lock can get on with doing their own fucking podcast or do it Thursday. Because people need there's... to watch that podcast. It, it's interesting, informative, it's different because they have uh old man Trev who uh who is a wealth of of home and away experiences and stories and, and Fergus knows his stuff and very interested in history. So yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend Danny or not. I would recommend watching Guns and Yellow Ribbons. Um, it is, yeah. Him and Fergus are very good. Fergus yeah. and Trev got a good thing going on there. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> that sneeze has made my nostrils dribble. Maybe I've got the Rona yesterday going out. Still see loads of people with masks on. Start trying to catch rice with a tennis racket, people. Well, and and Wait, and the mat. The mask thing was also interesting because, you know, in the four different countries, Germany, anywhere inside, mask, mask, mask. Um, England, not at all. Don't France, give a fuck. <laughs> France was kind of so-so, uh, and we were only there for 24 hours, like for less than 24 hours. But uh, 
but then in Spain they were they were pretty serious about it inside, but outside they didn't care at all. Germany was definitely the most locked down as far as like you would get yelled at if you walked into a place putting a mask on and it wasn't already on, much less walked in without a mask. So um, I think we saw two people all day. One woman riding a bike. Fuck knows why he'd wear it wide riding a bike. And we saw one other person driving a car on their own. I thought, why the fuck are you doing that? Anyway, keeps them happy. They they change it so that going to Europe, whether it was Germany, UK, you didn't need any kind of a test. I mean, if you were vaccinated and you had your vaccination card, you didn't need a test or anything like that. Going back to the US, I was actually surprised to find out that you you actually needed to still have a test within 24 hours of coming home, which means if you have that test and you test positive, you were planning on going home the next day, but now you've got to isolate in a paid hotel room that you've got to get, uh, change your flight and be there for a week, which, I mean, I had taken a home test the morning that we had to take our test in Spain. So I pretty much had confidence that we were going to be negative, but it was like, until you get that, that, that email that says you're negative and you can go home tomorrow. It was a little nerve wracking. And Jake has a, a, a classmate and a guy who's on his, uh, who's on, who plays on his team that one of the two goalies that, that also went to Spain, he was there for the weekend, just got just tested positive yesterday. So he's going to miss a week of school, two games, a whole week of practice and be sitting and, and be in Spain, which is great, except he can't leave his hotel room. So, uh, so that, that would have sucked. We'll all get it eventually, one way or another. But, um, exactly. Yeah. Luckily, I think the worst of it is behind us until they start making uh, bat-flavoured pot noodles. And then we're all fucked. But they'd be so yummy, yummy, yummy. Right, let's go. Um, anything you want to do before we go? No, just uh, just a shout-out to all the all the great podcasts that are putting out regular content. You guys at Bird Camp Wonderland. God bless them. <laughs> Same old Arsenal. <laughs> Tom uh, and Harry and Sophie, how do you do it? Tom, Dick, and Harry. Um, it's great. I mean, I, I you just called I, Sophie uh, Dick. No, no, no. I was referring to a, a different YouTube channel, but uh, oh, yeah. okay. Chronicles of a Gooner, the Gooner Talk TV, uh, Guns and Yellow Ribbons. You got uh, Mr. Arsenal, Ryan, uh, you know, does a good show. Uh, there's tons of them out there, and Richard you know, and Andrew, they've got stuff. I have the um, the most respect for people who put out the regular. Pod, I mean, which means I have no respect for ourselves. If we could sometimes do it, I would. Tom and Harry do two or three shows a day yeah. for the various channels they're on. I couldn't. I I can barely give a fuck enough to do one Arsenal podcast a week, apart from the preview and post game. But they're about that actual stuff. But doing it all, well, and, and, and if you do it for a living. They're build, They're building a portfolio of media and and so you know social media and journalistic experiences, and they're doing a great great job of it. I wish that I had the time to put into it, but it's it's not and it won't be my career. So I I try to do as much as I can, but uh, you know, they'll, I'll I'll, fact, I'll get back into cool. it pretty soon. In fact, people go and watch Harry and Tom do a show together. One week it's on Tom's channel, the next week it's on Harry's channel. They did one about um, social media and the amount of grief that both of them get and the hatred and the comments. I don't ever get it. We've never had it in. In fact, the only time we ever got it is when Jason was doing the live shows because he was quite vitriolic and confrontational. We used to get some of it there. 
We don't get a single word on Twitter. We don't get anything on the live chat. But the amount of ha- Tom uh, Harry's had stuff threatening his missus and his kids. I mean, if you you don't get anything, do you? No, because nobody's paying any attention. To <laughs> I mean, that, that, there is a there is kind of a there is kind of a sweet spot where, where I didn't you, think of that. Where, no one where watches us. No one gives well, a yeah, fuck. I mean, look if. If ten thousand people watched every video that I did, compared to you know two hundred, there would you'd expect to have about fifty to hundred times as many dicks watching as 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 you do, and um, so yeah, I mean I I'm kind of insulated from that a little bit because the people that watch us know what they're getting. They're not just stumbling upon us because we don't we don't market the thing. We don't do keyword searches. We're we're not. If you're watching our pod, it's because you've watched it before, pretty much. That's that's how it works, and you know why you're watching it. Um, and uh, but I do get a little jealous of of you know some of the guests and some of the the the, the size of the chats just because of the community that's being built. Um, yeah, and and I know it comes from hard work. It's not it's not the why is everyone watching that one and they're not watching me. I know why they're watching that one and not me because they they're regular. They're 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 working their asses off at it, and we do it kind of. I mean, we pod less than the Tuesday club and we have absolutely no right to do that. So, um, you say that having a huge audiences, we used to get seven, eight, nine hundred every show back to back. Sometimes we make 30, 40 quid a show and donations. It was fucking horrible. You got hundreds of people in there that you don't know. You got people being assholes. You have to put swear word filters in. Everybody in this chat now, we know something about every yeah. single one of them. And I'm friends with some of them. The only and reason so I, I, and I wouldn't want to change that because the if, only reason I like seeing the higher numbers in the chat is for the interaction for, you know, when you, when you don't see a comment for four or five minutes, you know, you wonder, are people actually watching? But uh, well, I like it when it's a conversation, when there's a good flow, when there's side conversations going on in, in the chat and, and there's a critical mass for that to happen. And it's usually, you know, a hundred to a thousand people. When you start getting over a thousand, then you're in the Mark Goldbridge territory, where you know, and this, and this. And then Spurs you might as well not have a chat because you can't read it. And and Curtis Shaw, who does good content, but there's so many people that watch it that the the chat's just scrolling with, and and the watch alarms are scrolling with people lying about there having been a goal because everyone's at different stages of their their stream, and it's just but nobody can it, watch it. No, it's it's not a community anymore. It's it's a it's just a you know, it's like when you watch the FIFA World Cup draw on fifa youtube and there's a hundred thousand people in the chat and it's just blah 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 the whole way down so you know i there's a sweet spot that I, you know that we're when we do our podcast we're under that sweet spot most of the time unless we have got 50 is good charles watts on or something like that where, where people just kind of show up the thing that made me the most angry was i did this joke podcast and you, you were you were there uh with the bell and the gerbil Oh yes, I, I tweeted it from the gerbil account and promoted that I was going to have the bell, who ended up being this, and the gerbil, who ended up being this, and um, and, and before I started the podcast, there were 115 people waiting, and I'm like, so this is what people want to watch. We we have Ian Dark or or Peter Drury or um, you know. James McNicholas or Stuart McFarlane or any, you know, or, or Alan Smith on and 25 to 50 people are watching. But if I, if I promote that, it's going to be the, the gerbil versus the bell, we've got 110 yeah. people waiting for the show to start, but 
working. But it's, it's whether, as a podcast, whether you get a thousand, most shows will get between two and three thousand on all platforms. Whether we get two or three, whether we get twenty or thirty, or maybe we get fifty thousand, makes absolutely no difference to us. Doesn't mean any more money. Doesn't mean any more subscribers. Once you get to maybe a hundred thousand, you think, oh. That, that's views per show. No, means fuck all. You get half a million people watch your show, then you're going to start making a bit of money. But then it's not even going to be enough to make a, a living on because you're going to have to have pay all the people that are doing it and then unless you get sponsors. Once you start reaching a million views per video on YouTube, then then, uh, then I'll say to you, you're doing, that's worth well, doing. And, and if you, but if you're not there, but you have some sort of a community or membership or, or Patreon or something like that, that is optional, that gives you a little bit extra, that's, that's what you can really start doing it for a living or for a really nice supplemental income. And and the one thing I was, and thank you for putting that up. Uh, the one pot I, I somehow overlooked in my comments just now was a, was Arsenal vision. Um, oh, I love what they've Elliot. done is amazing. I love Elliot. Elliot is a great guy. Uh, I'm, I'm honored to, to, to like know him personally and to, to, to be a friend and, and kind of chat every so often about stuff, both Arsenal related podcast related charity related what they do when they raise money for, I mean, he's been so generous to our charity, to, to Gunas versus cancer. Just just generous by, to your microphone. Just by, <laughs> no, he wasn't, but uh, just by the publicity that he provides. Like when I go on his show every few months to publicize the charity, there's a burst of donations and you know exactly where it's coming from. And then they go and raise money for the Arsenal foundation, which is incredible. They just raised a hundred thousand quid. In, in about a week or in like less a, in, in a couple of weeks and um it, it blows my mind it, it's fantastic i mean i you know they're, they're just they're killing it right now and uh and and if you don't listen to it i mean i you know different strokes for different folks uh i know elliot has a particular kind of and thunder road being from new york is as i remember you being from i'm surprised elliot does your head in because he's very Kind of, even though he's from Minnesota, he's, he's kind of from New York. But, um, but yeah, the guy, the guy is a great host and collaborator of of the podcast. And then, of course, it doesn't hurt to have guys like like Clive and Tim and and uh, oh, and Paul and Scott and Rufus and JoJo and all of which have uh, all been on ABW, and um, I think most of them came on. When we were did the uh, the transfer deadline day one, Elliot couldn't make it for he had something from family stuff to sort out. But uh, yeah, they're really nice people. And it's good to see them grow and become as big as they are. Now they're money wise, they are huge. What they can do. Yeah, well, I mean, they they have. Like you what you're doing? You're making a load of money for charity as well. Shouldn't that shouldn't go unmentioned? Well, and uh, and we're gonna we're gonna try to ramp that up because the summer is almost here. So stay tuned for more stuff about uh, about Gunners versus Cancer. But yeah, when ABW's on, not on. When Gunners podcast is not on, go support your fellow our fellow podcasters. Uh, join in if it's an open mic night. Love to see some of your uh, your your names and faces and put them together. Uh, which I believe we got a little bit from. Uh, was it Phil that sent in the pictures? Yeah. Tonight. So and if people uh, are interested in ladies football, well, they lost today. Ryan in the chat. The uh, the Mister Arsenal podcast. Go and watch his stuff. He does. I am um, watch alongs the whole time, and so does Rich at the uh, Arsenal. The over and over and over again. And then you have got Andrew who does from Dull Square to Where, 
and then uh yeah you've got quite a few people that are slogging their asses off doing hours and hours of content but they yeah. enjoy it yeah you know and and it's the perfect economy because if if people want to watch it they do if they don't know about it or don't want to watch it they don't but if the people that are doing it are having fun and enjoying it and meeting new people and i mean that's the best thing that's come for me from podcasting is being able to meet new people get connections the networking side of it um is fantastic and you know again whether 20 people are watching or, or 2000 ultimately the only part of that that matters to me is whether there's a good community that's you know that's chatting and giving us stuff to talk about so um and he's another quiz ryan and the la speaking of which the last plug i'm going to give because i've just been talking to him over the last couple of days uh is read mike mcdonald's stuff mike's an expert oh, from tennessee writes for gunnerstown which i think is dave seeger's uh blog yeah. um he's an outstanding writer uh and uh, a fairly positive guy, but not afraid to, to, to kind of break things down when they're breaking down. Uh, but that's a guy who doesn't jump on that many podcasts that often, although you can see him on Ryan's uh, quite frequently. Uh, his writing is second to none. So uh, so check him out on Gunnerstown. And that's about all i got to say at this point. That's so, more than uh, enough. Glad to have you back. Have we, We've almost made it until it's not Easter anymore over there, but... Uh, Seven so we'll, minutes. We'll get it. We'll, Sunday though. But uh, so next Sunday, I think we're good. Uh, yeah. For another one, we'll have Chelsea to talk about. We'll have. Uh, oh, it depends if I'm if I'm going to the hockey game that night. It might need to move it a little bit earlier, but we'll definitely do a, a roast on Sunday. Okay. And, uh, it's good to see you again, my friend. Yes, yeah, nice to have you back. I'm glad you made it back safely, and uh, we'll have some more videos of your. Your journey next week. Absolutely. Maybe we'll have France and England at this on the same show. Ding so dong. this has been this has been an non-Arsenal podcast on a Burkamp Wonderland, collaborating with the Gunners podcast called the Sunday Roast. And if you missed our intro, we'll use it as an outro. See ya. Bye bye. Welcome to the the Sunday Roast with Mike and Danny. This is Danny, and this is Mike, and we're kind of strange. We're in the tub, and we drink a lot. At least one of us does. This is not Mike's body, but that is Danny's, and that's really gross. Thanks for watching the Sunday Roast. We love our fans. And here's Danny's mom. His name's Michael. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and he's a Jew. You can tell he's a Jew. Look Ask at him. Ask him who's his daddy. Magical moment. I can almost taste Danny. <laughs> it's so close. I can